You are now listening to a Los Wise Guys production. What's up, guys, and welcome to your weekly wisdom on the Los Wise Guys podcast, where we reflect on various topics for your amusement. If you like what you hear, follow us on social media, and remember to like, subscribe, and share the podcast. And rate, and review, and pray. I'm one of your hosts, Rudy Cardona, the antagonist, accompanied by Dan. Why are you shaking your head no at me? Because the way you said it, it's like you you, you paused, like you weren't, if you're going to be the antagonist, be the antagonist. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You need to be sure of it. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna work on that. Be sure. I'm be sure of myself. I've got to go back to therapy. Uh, to, never mind. Don't, don't worry about. It. I just said, Dan, the antisocialist. How you doing, Dan? Chucky Ducky Quack Quack. Let's go. I'm pretty sure you've said that before. I probably have, and I had to say it again because of Booker T. That's where it's from. Yeah, he came up with it. As far as I know, he came up with it. Hmm, I don't know why I thought it was like a fried chicken slogan. Uh, usually, our Racist. third member, Eslam, is here. To uh, to just kind of be here. I don't really know what the fuck he does anymore. Uh, the architect. <laughs> He's it's been so long. He's been building. Yeah, is he, uh, yeah I guess so. <laughs> By now he got a whole fucking he got a whole fucking city going on. This motherfucker. Uh, if you're not used to the, if you're not new to the show or you actually yeah if you're new to the show three of us get together for your amusement every week. Eslam's on sabbatical or uh, maternity leave or something. He gave birth or some shit like that. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what it was. But, well, for those of you that are regular listeners, you heard him last week. Just so you know, that was a pre-recorded episode. He didn't come back. He's still not dedicated. We needed to give you some flavor that was Islam in, in hopes that he'll uh, he'll be done with the mishap. That- Breaking news! Breaking news as we speak. As we speak. We've just found out that uh, Sherlock Martinez has provided the evidence that is going to put Islam behind bars. Mm-hmm. Or at least that is what Sherlock Martinez says. Mm-hmm. So he's said openly, and I read nothing in the world. Uh, from what my sources, aka Sherlock Martinez, are telling me, mm-hmm. that <laughs> wait, you stop saying, uh huh. Let me get through this. <laughs> this is very serious. <clears throat> I'm not. I'm not laughing. <laughs> he's found the cheese. Now, I know what you're thinking. How could he know this is the specific cheese? He's matched up the dental records with Eslam. I was just thinking, what kind of cheese? That's been my priority this entire time. What kind of cheese is it? Hold on. Let me get to the report. It's Swish. It's Swish. Swish Swish cheese. Now, I know what you're thinking. What kind of cheese is Swish cheese? It's sponsored by the NBA, apparently. It's sponsored by the NBA. It's cut up in, instead of holes, they have the the diamonds, just like the, the basketball net. It's the oh, NBA's man. signature Swish cheese, also associated by Nike. Just do it. He's matched up the dental records. Now, as a result of this, Eslam's gone into hiding. No one can seem to find him. No one knows where he is. Can't be too far. Uh, he doesn't have any connections outside of New York and New Jersey. So he's either fleed back to Egypt, of which Eslam, don't do that because we need you on this podcast. Um... <laughs> Sherlock Martinez says he's not going to rest until he finds him, so he's already put patrols out there. He's already put roadblocks, border patrols, international patrols. He's got 
his greatest assistant working on this. Oh, God. That would be... Shit, what the hell was Sherlock Martinez? What's Sherlock Martinez's partner? I always forgot his name. Uh, oh, oh, the legendary Johnny Watson. <clears throat> Johnny, Johnny Watson. Watson. Not to be con- not to be uh, confused with Johnny Cochran. It's Johnny Watson out there, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, yeah, Johnny Watson. It, it is John. You know, it really is John Watson. And the Sherlock Holmes. Coincidental. Thing. Coincidental. <laughs> there we go. Uh, yeah. So he's he's locking down things. You know, Eslam. The if you have if anyone out there who has information on Eslam, please turn him in. First of all, we need him on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Second of all, you won't get any money. Uh, maybe we'll hook you up with a sandwich or something that will keep away from Eslam. But we can't afford to pay you because we can't afford to pay ourselves. Yeah. And by we, I mean Sherlock Martinez, who's also working on this case pro bono. I didn't know detectives could work on cases pro bono, but they're working on cases pro bono. Apparently. Now. He's trying to get his name out there, you know. Yeah, you know, uh, he's, he's doing that. He's, uh, he's, he's going up against the professor. Read, read the Jesus piece. You'll understand what we're talking about with that. There you go. Uh, yeah, so we're going to have to follow up with this story. Sherlock Martinez is definitely serious about this case. As I've said before, he hates people trying to stop the lactose intolerant effects of the world out there. Uh, yep. Don't don't ask me why. Uh, I think he wasn't breastfed as a child, and he's been you know having issues ever since those days. So he would not. Uh, actually, he would be cool with a uh, super dude. Yes, super dude. Super dude from all that. Yeah, because he was also. Is 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 Martinez lactose intolerant or not? Is he, he pro lactose or he, against lactose? He's pro lactose. <laughs> okay. So him and Super Dude have never seen eye to eye. Okay, that's what it in is. In fact, he's the reason why Super Dude is no longer allowed on television. Okay. Except on Saturday Night Live, you may know him as Keenan Thompson. There it is. <laughs> <clears throat> I was not gonna help you with that one. No, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, yep. So tune in next week to find out what's happening in the conclusion. If it's the conclusion, because we're going to have to reach out to Eslam, <laughs> wherever the hell he is, to find out whether or not he's going to turn himself in and seek the retribution, not his retribution, though, the world's retribution, for him stealing the bologna sandwich that belongs to Dan, of which we may have a court case in which sandwiches. Dan will have to be a witness on this case. As you can see, this is leading down multiple times. Don't raise your hand at me. <laughs> <clears throat> what's, your, what's your question, Dan? I just, I just want to know, is there in this world any possibility that maybe one day perhaps kind of sort of a way that Sherlock Martinez would ever be on an episode. <laughs> I don't know. He's a very busy man. He's okay. out there uh, he's out there protecting the milk, the mm-hmm. dairy, the yogurt. Mm-hmm. He Some say he rides on the back needs. of a cow with a shotgun just yeah. keep people That's away. It. How did you know? <laughs> he literally rides on the back of Mama Milk's cows with a shotgun in one hand and a frozen yogurt in the other. And he just he's out to kill. <laughs> I don't know. He's just out and, to and, eat, kill. and eat frozen yogurt. And eat frozen it. yogurt. And if he ever gets weak, he just he just reaches down and takes a little squirt squirt of the of the udder and he's good to go again. It's a spinach. Mmm, spinach. Back to you in the studio. Oh, uh, thank you. Thank you, Rudy the Antagonist. <clears throat> man, man, that story's getting crazy out there. Man, we're so lucky to have a man like that. Wait, I thought... You, so you're... Are you the antagonist or was the other you the antagonist? I don't know. What's happening? I don't know. It's getting awkward out there. And you said from the... the there is no video. Huh? You said video. from the video. You said the video. No, he said the video. <laughs> don't worry yeah. about us. We have a lot of issues going on between the two of us. Uh, we were, you know, separated at birth mentally and we were trying to figure out what's going on. 
separated at birth mentally. <laughs> what's, what's going on? Uh, what's going on in the news world this week, <laughs> Dan? Oh my god! All right. Um, well, you know, lately since Aslam's been gone, we've been talking a lot about video games, and some people might say a little bit too much. And we agree, and we don't care. Well, I don't care, because I want to talk about some video games again. A lot's been going on in the video game world, Rudy. What's going a on? A lot has been going on. We talked about Red Dead a lot. It has come out. It has come out. We talked a little bit uh, before we recorded. What, what are your impressions overall? Uh, the game is a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I thought the game was going to be good. Uh, it's got a very addictive nature to it. There's mm-hmm. always something new going on with it. Uh, mm-hmm. Henry, our friend, not to be confused with Sherlock Martinez, um, he told me that he rolled up to an animal that was playing dead. He mm-hmm. was about to he was about to go and grab it. Was and it, it just, a possum? Yes, it was like a poss- possum, and it just yeah. took off. Yeah, possums play dead in the game. Yeah, so that's that's awesome. Like those little mm-hmm. subtle details, you know, mm-hmm. like that. Um, the subtle details of what goes on your clothing when you're picking up a dead animal mm-hmm. or when you're riding through the mud. The subtleties of like, okay, your horse is dirty and, and it actually affects its health and things like that. So you have to rush through the water to clean it off and things like that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's so many it, to me. And this is the thing I love about games, right? The, the cinematics are awesome in the game. The details Incredible. are great. They, they're they're yeah. amazing. But my th- my thing has to do with the fact that it's just the subtle details. The subtle details, and they're awesome, you know. And it's, it's also about how your, how the rest of the world interacts with you. They see you. Uh, maybe they notice you don't have. I, a hat I don't know on. if you hear that. There's like an airplane passing by. The world doesn't care about your problems. Dan. I'm just saying, it's not my problems. If it comes through in the audio, I want people to know that's, that's an airplane. Smart. It's Dan not lives somebody. Right next to the airport. Uh, apparently, literally, uh, housing problems. Um. Yeah, so you know, like the, your hat's missing, your beard. You know, you're not taking a shower. Uh, little things like that. Even when you know, what's funny. I think the game even reacts to the way you take on a mission, right? So I was in a mission, and one of the missions, and then one, one of the objectives of the mission was Is to this knock a spoiler. Someone. No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, one of the objectives was to knock someone out, and mm-hmm. I was like, okay. But before I even heard that part, I whipped out my knife. Mm-hmm. And you hear him like, okay, well, you might want to put that knife away because we got to, you know, we we don't want to kill these guys. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, like it even recognized the fact that I was, you know, ready to oh, kill yeah. this motherfucker. So, I mean, it's like little things like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, speaking of the knife thing, uh, when when you commit crimes, are you doing the whole uh, putting on a mask? I have not. And I've been seeing my bounties go up crazy amounts. I got to start doing that. Yeah, absolutely. You need to. Can you but wear your one- mask all the time? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, depending on the mask, I, with certain masks, I don't think you could wear a hat with it. If if you're into hats, I guess. But uh, my my thing, that. yeah. But my thing is, whenever I'm committing a crime, I try to be like. There, there's two different Arthur Morgans when I play. That's the protagonist's name. And uh, there's the Arthur Morgan that's going around. He's doing the missions, whatever. And then he's riding around on the horse. He sees somebody's like, "Hey, howdy, partner!" You know, doing doing those to everybody's petting dogs. He's patting horses. He's that's just the, he's he's the nicest person in the world. That's then there's me. then there's the other Arthur Morgan. He's the one who puts on the mask, changes his clothes completely. You have to do that. If you just put on the mask, everybody's would be like, "Wait, these are the clothes that Arthur Morgan wears." It's just he has a mask on. The game actually really recognizes that? that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I so, have not done that yet. Holy shit. <laughs> so it's like you need to change your outfit and try to wear something nobody's ever seen you in. You can't come in on your regular horse because they know that's your horse. 
so they're going to know it's you. So it's like you either come in on foot, you get a temporary horse, do whatever you got to do, and you go, you commit whatever crime. But when you're walking around certain areas, people even say it like, hey, why do you have a mask on? And then, you know, you could try to defuse the situation, but they're, they're, they'll, a lot of them will try to push the issue. <laughs> I, I always try to defuse it, but I can only imagine if you, like, you fight back. It's like, shit, you know, mind your own fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, it's cool. It's, it's cool. It's just crazy because, like, yeah, like, and there's just so many random ass situations where, like, mm-hmm. I, my, my, the funniest things I think in the game are when you're just riding along and something just randomly happens. Mm-hmm. I think there was one time where I was just riding along and and you see this guy, like, jump a fence and you just see two other guys, like, start shooting at him with rifles. And they're like, you better get back here with my money. I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> and I don't, at that point, I'm like, I'm just in the middle. And I'm trying to figure out what to do. Do I go knock his ass out and bring him back to him? Like, I didn't know what to do in that situation. So there wasn't a trigger that told me, like, you know, like, usually they'll say something like, please let me out of here. Please help me out or something like yeah. that. Yeah, he sometimes took, there isn't. He just took off running. And I'm standing in the middle. And I'm literally just staring at the other guys. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you got a problem? And I, was <laughs> like, I was like, no, I was like, in my mind, I was like, hell no. I just rode <laughs> off. But that's the funny thing. That the, the fu- that's another thing that's so crazy about this game is that the computers recognize when you're staying somewhere too long or mm-hmm. when you're staring at them too long. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like I've never had that. I've never like had this. It. The world exists. Like it's weird, but yeah. it's like whether you are there or not doesn't matter. Like the world keeps on going. Yeah. You know that's that's the cool thing. Um, there's one uh, funny interaction. Uh, somebody else from that I work with, uh, they got the game too. They saw the same thing. I think it's something everybody sees at the beginning where you're riding and you see this guy. Uh, he's like on the side of his horse. He's like doing something where he's fixing a horseshoe or something like that. Mm-hmm. The horse straight up kicks him and kills him. <laughs> 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 it's like he's working on his horse doing something. He's like kneeled over by the back of the horse. Next thing you know, the horse is it just kicks him. Right, yeah, right like, in the face, and he dies. I don't, I don't like. I don't. That's the thing. I don't spend enough time just wandering the area to uh-huh. really just see those little subtleties. Like I'm usually going from mission to mission, or I'm paying off my bounties, yeah. or, or you know, like the little side things. Yeah. But I'm, I'm never well, pro, just set pro there. tip right here. Don't, don't take the roads, especially don't. if you have a bounty. Don't take. Oh the yeah, roads. yeah, that I know. But <laughs> I mean, I, I take the roads when I don't have a bounty, so I can have those interactions because. Yeah. You're not really going to, like, from what I've seen, you're not going to find too many interactions where you're just out in the woods by yourself unless there's, like, an animal or something it, like that. No, nah, no, nah, I've, I've come, I don't want to give away too much, but I've come across a few uh, a few missions. One thing, uh, I mean, not a, like I said, I don't, I mean, it's not a spoiler, but still, I don't. I know you're weird with your spoilers, so I'm not no, going to say no, it. No, I'm fine. Monty's been been saying shit, like, like have you gotten to the point where there's someone trapped in a, in the bottom of a, of a building? No. Okay, so this isn't part of this isn't part of the main story. Here's a spoiler. No, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Monty told me he was just wandering around the city, and he heard someone help, help, please help me. <laughs> and he goes, and at the bottom of the gun shop, there's a guy being held like against his will in the basement of the gun shop, and he's the owner of the gun shop, and the guy that's working in the gun shop is just the guy who kidnapped him. That's incredible. Yeah, so he's just like. He's like, look, man. He's like, I'm the I'm the owner of this gun shop. He's taking me hostage. I'm in the bottom. He's like, please, please get me out of here. Yeah. So then you have to like, so then Monty, I didn't I didn't do it, but Monty was telling me that he had to go to the top, mm-hmm. and he pretty much had to like like pretty much either kill and knock the guy out, um, to get the guy at the in the basement released so that mm-hmm. he could be free and go do what he wants. 
but you don't you would never come across that if you're not you know wandering oh town. yeah you have to Another i came across one. something similar with uh in the first town you go to there's like a there's like a hidden room there that i'm not gonna give it away but there's something in that in the first town that you go to where you kind of got to wander around and look behind mm-hmm. like buildings and stuff and you'll see something there I'm not, I gotta I gotta really just wander the towns. I feel like yeah. there's so much in the towns. Well, have you um, come across any of the KKK yet? No, <laughs> no, I haven't. I'm surprised there's a lot less uh, sex in this game. You know, back in the West, you just you know you go to your your little saloon and you'd pay your money and you just go upstairs and go to your thing. But I mean, is that part of this game or not? I don't think. It, I mean, it doesn't fit with the story. So like, if it doesn't, if it doesn't apply to the story, like. If you try to think about what's going on, like yeah, but prostitutes in Grand Theft Auto never really apply to the story. Yeah, but Grand Theft Auto is nothing like Red Dead. Like everybody always says, Red Dead is Grand Theft Auto, but in the I West, but of, it's not. I think of the 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 creators. That's what I think of when I think of the game. But the thing is, Grand Theft Auto is a game where you're gonna have crazy explosions, people steering steering heli- uh, stealing helicopters, they're doing this or whatever. There's sharks running around there's you know people on boats like it's all this crazy extravagant stuff mm-hmm. red dead is more down to earth it's kind of like here we're telling you a story grand theft auto is all about let's see what i could do let's see what crazy thing i could do next okay, but red well, dead me, is all about what's 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 happening in the story let me ask you this right and this is we're gonna you know what this is gonna be a spoiler cast pretty much in the game how far have you gotten so far like how do you want me to answer this? Okay, like, uh, did you go to the bar with Lenny yet? Oh, my God, yes. Okay, that's my favorite yeah. mission, hands down. Yeah, first of all, that, that's hilarious. I love uh, it. To not I give away that. too much, if you wander around in the bar, you go into a room, you can pretty much see people having sex. Mm-hmm. And I, didn't, you, I didn't do that. Oh, I God. I, I, saw it, I saw it uh, online because I was showing somebody at work the mission, and they mm-hmm. uh, they did it differently than I did. And I saw it. I was like, oh, yeah, that's, you know, the yeah, Lenny's. Yeah, yeah the Lenny's. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, but it's like stuff like that. Did you? How did how did you end that mission? What do you mean? How did it end for you? Like what happened? Uh, I took off running. So how, like what happened? You passed out and then what? I passed out, came back to. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Is okay, there... so like in the middle of a field somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same here. When I was watching the video online, the guy didn't get away. He he woke up in prison. Are you serious? Yeah, so it's it's different ending too, like depending oh, wow. on, yeah, because like remember at the end, like you said, spoilers, but at the end of that mission when you're outside the bar and you're running around with Lenny, uh, the police come get you, and then yeah. as you're trying to take off, like you know you have to like make a quick right and hop the fence. Yeah. Well, this guy didn't hop the fence in time. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Did you did you end up uh, interacting with the guy that got bit by the snake? Yeah. Okay. Did you suck out the poison or did you give him the cure? What? No, I gave him the cure. Well, I sucked out the poison. (laughs) 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 Yeah. I was like, I'm not wasting my cure on this motherfucker. I was was just like, I'm not going to do that here. Take (laughs) take this. (laughs) Oh, but uh, did you end up finding him later? Yep. In in the town. I haven't. I haven't found him. So either I missed him. Do you know where? Monty's told me where he is. Okay. So... Anyway, well, so we it's don't funny because we're we're being vague. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. if you haven't played the game, you don't know. But at the same time, just but anyway, the whole point of this conversation, this game is just crazy. You know, oh, every it really is. you can interact with so many different type of people, and every scenario is gonna be different for the most part. Um, and it's like I said, the the simplest fact that if you're sitting there staring at someone, they're gonna notice you're looking at them. They're gonna notice that you're suspicious. They're gonna they're gonna see something about it. Like, and you can't trust anybody. I was in a town, and for fun, I kicked the shit out of a chicken. 
And then well, hang six- on, hang on. One, if there's one thing people have learned from playing video games, especially Skyrim, I mean, Eslam could vouch for this, I think. You don't mess with people's chickens. That's like that's like video game rule number one, or it has been for the past couple years. You don't I mess could, with people's chickens. I didn't chickens. know I could kill the chicken. I literally <laughs> was like, I wonder what happens if I press if I press the punch button on a chicken. I fucking kicked his ass like he was a soccer ball, and then you see six witnesses just like, oh, yeah, oh my gosh. Right? Yeah, that was it. That yeah. was a wrap. Hey, they take their chicken seriously out here. Yeah. It's hard to come by, you know, chickens. That, I mean, hunting, man. That's another thing. Speaking I of hunting, love I was, hunting I was, I was, so much. Hunting is such an interesting fact because if you're not accurate with your shots, you tarnish the the hide of the animal. Like yeah, well, are, are you are you also making sure that you're getting like the ones with good that are in good condition? Like when you can, track them and stuff? You, oh, you can check that before you kill them? Yeah, what you have to do is you pretty much from a try to do it from a distance, so use binoculars if you have to. You spot whatever animal you're looking for, uh, then you do the whole research, I think. Mm-hmm. It's called you do that it tells you like if it's a turkey it's going to be in poor condition good condition or pristine. Hmm. So pristine is obviously the best one and then it tells you okay for a turkey the best thing you should do is use either use a I don't know let's just say a, a revolver or or a bow and arrow and it tells you which weapon is best to use and where you should more or less try to hit it on certain hmm. animals. Yeah, check this out. Oh yeah, that's why there's so much stuff in the game that people don't know about. Like, um, well, we're talking about how great it is. One thing I, I want to mention that I don't like is the menu system. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's horrible. Yeah, it's pretty It's bad. horrible. And not for nothing, that's that's Rockstar. That's the way they always yeah. have been. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right about that. Um, I don't know how you feel about the Deadeye. I hate it. And I've hated I, it okay since the first it. game. I, I use it all the time, but I'm okay I, with it. I never use it because all I do, if I use Deadeye, I guarantee I'm going to get killed. Oh, I always It's like it for, a guarantee. I'm, I'm amazing with it. Ah, I just what? I do it the old fashioned way. It's it's all good. Uh, aside, aside from that, Dan, what's we'll what else is going on? All right, so there's we can that. talk about Red Dead for hours. I know we can. Um, there was a new Nintendo Direct that came out today. Today being what? What it's today? The second November second. There was another one. I'm sorry. Yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yesterday's uh, November first. If you haven't checked it, go on YouTube and go check that out. Uh, it's mainly about Super Smash Brothers. Super Smash. Oh, yeah. No, it is Super Smash. Um, yeah, so Smash is coming out. We are getting it. Uh, mm-hmm. After watch this, it's one of those things where it's like, am I getting it when it comes out or am I, I going to give it some time and then pick it up eventually? You know, it's... I mean, you know, it's funny. Both ways, I'd be fine with it. A lot of my friends are saying they want to get it. Um, the one thing I did realize looking at that direct is that they told everybody you're going to start with pretty much five to six characters. Well, they said that ahead of time. Yeah, but I mean, just sit, like even Melee, you had a majority of the characters you had just unlock maybe ten. So that means there's about thirty-seven, I think, thirty-seven characters in total, or forty-seven characters in total, mm-hmm. somewhere between there, and you get six. So that means you're gonna have to play this game co- like consecutively again and again and again. And I mean, I get it, but that's man, that's what story it, modes are for, man. That's I, I have no problem with that at all, actually. Hopefully, the story mode's like pretty out there, though. Most of the time, it wasn't. Most of the time, it was just. Okay, you're playing as Mario, and now you've got to just battle the first to ten people, and then yeah. you're done. It was more like a Mortal Kombat type of thing. Well, but l- Mortal Kombat changed, and they actually yeah. got a story. Who's to say that they're not going to do this? I mean, Nintendo's weird, yeah, but sometimes they do things for the good. I think the game's getting a little too complicated with all the uh, the spirits, though. Oh, they, they, I, they, I don't even. They they mention these that. things called spirits. You could just think of them as upgrades. Uh, like if you ever play a shooter or something, and they're like, okay, you can get this scope and this long, this long uh, pipe and whatever, and it makes your gun more accurate and more power. 
pretty much the same thing in a Super Smash Brothers format, except like I was fine because they were like, okay, you can add this spirit as a as a add on, okay. And if you want to add on more spirits to him, you could do that. So now you have four spirits to make your character super strong. I was like, yeah, this is way too complicated. I'm now. still trying to figure out what an assist trophy is because it's uh, first oh, off, yeah. assist and trophy are two different things that don't go together. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what that is, and I don't I don't care to know. I want to go in there. I want to pick a character and play as that person and unlock all the other characters and then never play this game again. Yeah, that's my goal. Yeah. I mean, that's what I think most people are going to do. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the game, but it's it's definitely going to be a game that I'm not going to be grinding on, that's for sure. But haven't you noticed Nintendo Switch games, that's what they are? Yeah. That's like every, every game, that every Nintendo-made game for the Switch has been like that. Mm-hmm. It's like Super Mario Odyssey. It's cool. You play it, you beat it, have you ever touched it again? Zelda Breath of the Wild. You ever mess with it again? I mean, well, none I of them. And that's, I don't know what it is. Like, they're making good games, but they're kind of like, all right, it's great. Never need to play that again for as long as I live. Yeah. But, I mean, they're always pumping out content, so now it's like, yeah. this is can keep rolling around. Golf Story. Golf it's, Story. That's, yep. the, that's the game. Yep. Um, but, yeah, the Direct was nothing crazy. It was just more Super Smash, and I, f- I feel like now that was the last one before the yeah. game comes out. So. And they revealed uh, Ken and some Pokemon. Ken and some, like, something, like, I don't know. It looked like a fiery gorilla. Um, but he all he does is uh, wrestling moves, so he kind of felt like he fit the mix. Honestly, I really wasn't – I think his wrestling style and his fighting style is awesome, but I don't feel like he really, met, like, should have been in the game. Um, no. To me, I just feel like nostalgic – like, certain characters should just be there that – have a real big impact mm-hmm. on either the game's gameplay or something like that. Just, I mean, adding another Pokemon is just like I don't know. It's just not my biggest thing from it. I mean, I, when I saw that one of his moves was a lariat, I just started laughing. The, a lariat is a clothesline. It's yeah. just another word for it. Yeah. And in uh, Japan, it's like it's this huge move, all because of years ago. There's this guy called Stan Hansen. Mm-hmm. Man was legally blind, so when he hit you with a clothesline, he was legit hitting you because he couldn't see you. You know, and he was known for like hitting you hard. Like he was one of those old school guys where he like tried to hit you. It's called protecting the business. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, <laughs> so he'd hit you hard to make it look good, and then the Japanese people would just scream like "Lariotto, Lariotto," and it was just <laughs> <laughs> holy shit. Yeah, lariats are big in Japan. <laughs> oh man, I mean, it looked good when he was doing it in the game, uh, but it's like it's also weird because like so every time he hits a character, he poses. Yeah. So I don't know if you saw the right. So it's like yeah, he's yeah. like giving homage to wrestlers and i'm just like they don't always pose like that not, not all of them some of them do mm. anything else going on in the gaming world there uh i mean that's all the big stuff uh mm-hmm. spider-man dlc came out um there's supposed to be more i think by the end of the year i think two more things coming out and i want to say it comes out before 2019 mm-hmm. um yeah oh uh you got call of duty that came out it's basically battle royale yeah i'm mm-hmm. not a biggest fan of their battle royale actually i'm just using it for the multiplayer on occasion um, the Battle Royale is definitely, in my opinion, going to give Fortnite a run for its money. Oh, really? Uh, just because of the accuracy of the guns and things like that. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, why? I don't like the fact that Fortnite is as big as, as it is. I respect it. I do. And uh, what they've accomplished is great. With that being said, Fortnite needs to die. I got you. And it will. I honestly think it will. If not... If it doesn't die, it will definitely lose its popularity, but it's definitely keeping on track with um, consistently mm-hmm. refreshing the game to the point where it's going to get fans to stay on. Um, 
but you already start to see a user base dissipate. You're already starting to see other games come out. And that's what is going to happen. Though. Huh? You have Call of Duty that's creating its own battle royale. You have Battlefield that's creating its own mm-hmm. battle royale. You have all these games. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if like Halo came out with a battle royale. Yeah, like, and who came out with the battle royale first? Uh, PUBG. WWE SmackDown, man. That's one of the modes. It's a battle royale. It's like a Royal Rumble, except the difference is everybody starts in the ring. Oh, so that, you know what? I see lawsuits coming. <laughs> I see lawsuits coming. WWE better get on this. Oh, speaking of that, did they do their pay-per-view in Saudi Arabia? It was today, November 2nd. Uh, it was today? Yeah. Remember, time zones. So for them, it was 7 p.m. For us, it was 12 p.m. Eastern. Today? So, yes. It was this afternoon? Yes. While everybody's working? Yeah. Okay. How to you g- don't, you, if you don't watch it live, it's on the WWE Network. You can watch it later How for only nine ninety nine. There you go. Uh, <laughs> wow. I, I know what to say. Yeah. Twelve <laughs> p.m. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, how was it? Uh, pretty bad. Pretty bad pay per view. Were there um, women? Not wrestling, but they actually had Renee Young do commentary live on the side, which is insane. I I was surprised that they allowed that. But it's funny because WWE did their WWE Evolution pay-per-view, which was the all-women's pay-per-view, mm-hmm. on Sunday. So you had, like, two pay-per-views, like, almost back-to-back. And that was such a good pay-per-view. One of the matches there had to, is, might be match of the year. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair, last woman standing match. Mm-hmm. And then to see that all-women's pay-per-view, that was real great. And then to see this all-men's pay-per-view, that was just not good. It was like, just wow. wow. So as Dan said, WWE is the originator of the Battle Royale. Yep. I don't know how much information yeah. behind that or not. And uh, Shawn Michaels, he was in the, out of everybody in the match. He was the guy in the best shape. That's, Hasn't had a match in eight years. That's really bad. He's <laughs> still good. I mean, I feel like losing the hair made him move quicker. More him, aerodynamic. Man. That's what it what is. That's what it is. You know what, Dan? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna push this episode. Usually, you know, we yeah. usually for yeah. those out there, we usually cut it down to about thirty minutes because Islam's you know fighting the law. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna push this to forty five because I got something I want to talk about. There we go. I got something really important I want to talk about. Garage sales. Real important. Garage sales. The original small business of it's America. Small business. When when you see President Lincoln Trump out there, he's out there and he's just, you know, he's supporting what, small what business. What is this person president of? Uh his <laughs> browser. Um when you see the <laughs> Now, when you see the president and you see political officials out there and they're talking about small businesses, you gotta you gotta remember the really, really small guy. You gotta remember the originator, the old good old garage sale. You know, before they had uh, mom and pop shops, they had garage sales. Before that, they had somebody saying like, "Yeah, I'll give you this if you give me a dollar." Like exactly, thrift shops. That no, that's just some dude on the street where somebody's like, "Hey, let me get that handkerchief," and he's like, "Yeah, give me a dollar." Homeless people. <laughs> I understand what Dan's saying. Uh, the reason why I bring this up, and there is a reason. Uh, you know, I, I recently got into the eBay game. I don't know if you know what that is. It's a, it's a website. Mm-hmm. You can sell things on there. You can buy things on there. Cheap. Years ago, I had to buy some Yu-Gi-Oh cards on there, and I I, I misread the thing where I needed I needed uh, two of this one card to use in my zombie deck. I didn't realize that when you buy it, that three come in a pack. So I ended up buying two of those, which meant I got six of these zombie cards when I just needed two of them. <laughs> <laughs> so you just scarred by eBay from the get. You gotta yeah. read, Dan. You gotta yeah. read. You know, there's people out there who are buying 
iPhone boxes that literally say box only for like $800. People ain't reading out there. Um, so I recently got into the eBay game. Um, you know, I've been following this guy called Gary V, Gary, Gary Vanderchuk, and uh, he's an entrepreneur, makes a lot of money. But he talks about how people go out there. He, he suggests that people go out there and go garage shop, garage selling and uh, find good things and flip them on eBay to make, you know, a couple extra hundred dollars on the side. You know, a lot of people think he's crazy. A lot of people think that, you know, if you go out there, you're not going to find shit. And he also suggests that, you know, we as Americans spend a lot of money on a lot of shit in our houses. And we have a lot of stuff that we probably don't need or use. And they're just taking up spot, space and that we could just sell those things and have some more money in our pockets. Excuse me. So, you know, I took his advice. Gary and I go way back. Uh, he came from medicine. Uh, mind you, he's like 40. I don't know. He's, he's real old. Um, he's, he's, he's a G. Um, so I looked around my room and I had some old RAM that I wasn't using for an old computer that I, you know, I don't have anymore. So I probably spent like 120 on that, mm-hmm. but I spent 120 on that maybe like four, four to six years ago when I was originally working on this computer mm-hmm. and it's just been sitting there collecting dust. So I went on eBay and I sold it for like $70. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, you know, I got seventy dollars out of something that was literally just collecting dust in my room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did the same thing with a uh, with a flash statue that I have, and uh, I ended up getting like fifty bucks for it. I think I originally paid thirty, mm-hmm. so I pretty much made a twenty dollar profit on something that yet again was just taking up space in my room that I wasn't using. It's funny because when you first started saying this, like things are just sitting around your room collecting dust. I was like, well, you got a lot of statues that just don't do anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Don't worry. I'm, I'm looking into things. You know, like, <laughs> I need money. So, and I'm looking at things, and I'm just seeing the dollar signs fly around. Mm-hmm. Um, like the TV with the light on the back. Don't don't, don't talk about my TV. <laughs> Let's see. My light's not on. Leave Why do you on. have light on the back? It increases the depth of what Fix I'm Fix your vision. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. <laughs> and I go to the doctor for this. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so then, so he talks about garage sailing, right? If you, if you want to go check him out. Uh, shout out to him. He's got this thing called Gary V's Trash Talk, um, where he goes to garage sales in the state of New Jersey because he lives in New York, and he goes to them and he'll pick up things. So he's picked up like Hot Wheels cars. He's all about mug life, where he buys mugs and he ends up selling them. I didn't. I did not realize that mugs go for a good amount on eBay. Like if you go on there, you'll see the average cost of a mug is like ten to fifteen dollars, especially if it's like a vintage mug. Then it's more than that. Honestly, he, anything can sell on ebay anything that's vintage is really where you want to be at Mm -hmm. right and it's so funny so so he did that he picked up some pins he's picking up uh mugs he's getting cars he's going through all this type of stuff so fernando's been just looking at i think fernando's like addicted now and he's like i'm like yo you want to go hit up some garage sales this weekend he's like let's do it i don't think he's gonna wake up but uh you know i'm down to check it out um but it's just funny because he really does make a profit i think he spent like a hundred dollars in one day on a bunch of hot wheels um mugs and pins and as of now i think it was like a four to five week duration he's made like over two thousand dollars on just selling all that stuff on ebay now mind you it's not as simple as just going on ebay and trying to sell something when you go on ebay and you sell something there's fees there's listing fees there's sale fees like ebay makes their little chunk of change from it Mm -hmm. and you also have to understand if you're going to include free shipping you are also paying to ship the item to the person so Mm -hmm. you're also paying for that yeah um so okay so just to give you some clarification so i sold those two things um jazz is in the process of selling a violin i'm pretty sure that's going to sell um fernando i was like yo fernando you got anything you want to say man the man gave me a fios remote 
Well, let's just let's just say that, that's where we're starting. It could sell. I mean, yeah, it probably could. Yeah, it probably could. But Fernando's being <laughs> Fernando's doesn't want to pay for the shipping and handling, so he's just like, I don't know, fuck them. They could pay for this remote. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Well, the so, shipping isn't it based off of weight and stuff is, like that. So I mean, how much is how much does the remote weigh? I mean, it's like it's like <laughs> two thousand <laughs> change. I mean, like the statue, I put it in a box. It probably it came out to about maybe like a pound and a half. Mind you, these are guesstimations based off of how much the actual item itself weighs. Because yeah. let's say you put, let's say you have a like I don't know a phone, right? Because of pe- previous people constantly putting up that phone for sale. They already have set dimensions that that phone probably cost. So that okay. it already kind of tells you what the weight is. Mm-hmm. Now, I was calling up eBay to figure this out. And they said that, okay, let's, I said, so what happens if you put the weight, but it's not the correct weight? So either one, the customer is going to have to go to the uh, to the post office and pick up the item and pay for it, which I think they'll you know bill you for it later. Mm-hmm. Or two, uh, it just comes out of your account over like later on after you know everything. Well, either way, I'm fine because it's going to be like pennies at that point, maybe like a mm-hmm. dollar or two. Yeah. Now... I'm looking at this process and I'm thinking of jazz, jazz's violin and I'm just like this thing's gonna be a pain in the ass to sell it. I don't even know how. I mean, I don't even know how much the weight is on it, but I'm gonna have to figure that out before I sell it. Mm. So Fernando's trying to sell a remote, and he got this 75, 75 year anniversary Batman um, action figure set, and he was like, he was, he was almost upset about it. He's like, he's like, you think I should sell this? I was like, I, don't, I was like, it was like, you, are you gonna use it? Are you gonna play with it? Like, you know, you're a grown ass man. What are you doing playing with toys? Mm-hmm. He has dolls. Um, so so yeah. So he's selling that. Um, I've I've checked out other stuff that I'm in the process of selling. Like even boxes. Believe it or not, you could like sell like old iPhone boxes themselves, and people will buy them. Yeah. But the point is, is that garage selling. I, I'm interested in it because it's like the difference between me finding something in my room mm-hmm. and selling it on eBay is that I paid something for that item already. Mm-hmm. I paid a, a like so I paid for the RAM for 120. Even though I made like sixty to seventy dollars on it, technically you're losing. Technically, profit. I lost money. Yeah. Now, over time, that's the the difference here in my mind is that over time, I'd actually be losing a larger amount because the value of that RAM goes down with the increases in technology. Yeah. Um. So if you go to a garage sale and you pay pennies for a mug or or a hat or whatever it is, and then you go on eBay and sell it for like twenty bucks, you're making a profit of over a thousand percent at that point. You mm-hmm. get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. So that's why I'm interested in it because I've never thought about that. And it's funny because then I started going back and I started looking at stuff that I had from my childhood, right? So Fernando had this tabletop Popeye video game, like the old school, you know, the old school Mario jumping over barrels type of video game. Mm-hmm. So this was Popeye getting through levels to, you know, save uh, save his girl. And Olive oil. Olive, uh, what? what? Olive oil. Is that really her full name is Olive Oil? Yeah. I knew it was Olive. I didn't know it was Olive Oil. So he's going to save Olive, and we looked it up on eBay, and it sells for like $150 to $200. Hmm. Mind you, this thing was just, and we don't know where it is now. I think Fernando might have thrown it away. It was literally just collecting dust in the closet for years, and it that's what I mean. Like, And that, and what else did he have? He had a, he had this thing called a Flomo. It was a Flomo pencil box, right? So Flomo pencil box was like this, this weird pencil box that had like a million and ten contraptions in it. It opened up a spot for your eraser, opened up a spot for a pencil sharpener. It just had like a, it was like a really cool uh, thing like that. And and that thing's like selling for like fifteen dollars. So it's like little things from your past that you really wouldn't even know are worth something mm-hmm. end up being worth something. And it's like it's just little. It's just funny because my mom, my mom being the hoarder that she is. Yeah would always say no 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 you gotta keep you gotta keep all this i think it's a puerto rican thing 
But uh, you got to keep this. You got to keep that. Why would I throw this away? Like, you know, I think it's she's a, she's a she's a hoarder. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my brother and I sat there at each other and we looking at the prices like, man, like maybe she was right. And then he said, no, 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 fuck that. He don't want to give her any credit. <laughs> so so he was just like, yeah, no, we can't tell her this because, first of all, she would never go on eBay to do it her damn self. Mm-hmm. And even if she did, she's probably not going to sell it. The thing, so what I'm finding out from this, right, is that, so I made pretty much $130 in a week by selling those two things. Nice. Now, one, if you're going to sell stuff in your house, you've got to be able to sell stuff that you think people are going to want. If you're going to do this and you're going to go online on eBay, check out, go under the filters and check out sold to cross compare what you're trying to sell with what has been sold, not with what's currently selling. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from that, you know, if you want them to pay shipping, that's fine, but you better get an understanding for what you're going to be paying in shipping. It's not as simple as just saying, okay, you sold. Because if you sell it and the, the shipping time is like one to three days and you don't ship it that day, you're going to have an issue. Mm-hmm. So, like, you better get your ass out there. If you're going to sell something, I suggest getting that thing, putting it in a box, weighing the box, writing on the box what it is. And then when when you officially sell it, just ship that shit off in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just get it over with. That way you don't have to worry about yeah people letting you know, like, oh, well... It's late. I don't want to pay for the discounted price or some crap, right? Yeah, exactly. And mind you, I had sold my Google Home Mini, and I didn't know how to collect my money. So I was like, "I'm not sent." So he was like, "Are you? In the, when, when can I expect it?" I was like, "Well, when you pay me." He's like, "I paid you," and I was like, "I don't see nothing." And then come to find out, I I I, I was doing the wrong thing. So I lost a sale because I didn't know where to go to find where this money was. Um, so I relisted it and uh. No, nobody wants it. What? What is it? A Google Home Mini. It's kind of what, like it, what does that do? Fuck. This is bitch again. I can't connect. Shut up, bitch! You know talking to you. <laughs> shut up! Shut up! That's why I'm talking to Google, bitch. So, I don't care anymore. If you have somebody <laughs> over who a friend named Alexa, and then you say that person's name, this machine automatically thinks that you're talking to it. Yeah. That's so stupid. Why? Why does this exist? No one. This, this discussion what is this for another. When, when are you going to sell the Alexa? Huh? I can't do that. That was a gift from Jazz. I like. Uh, I like her. I was about to say her fucking name again. Thank you. Just you. You can tell me after the podcast. It's all right. I ain't gonna session. Uh, <laughs> anyway, the whole point though is that you know if if you're not doing this, if you if you're interested in it, go check out a garage sale. But go check out a garage sale and look for some old nostalgic stuff. You'd be surprised what sells out there. Even, yeah, even that's how I bought animals. my uh, first appearance of Deadpool comic book. Yeah, exactly. At a garage and I sale. think I gotta tell me where that guy's address is, by the way, because he sells a bunch it's of Elizabeth. Shit. I got you. Gotta give me an address. I go out there. He does it a lot, actually. Yeah, He's actually pretty well known. I know. Um, but yeah, so it's like if you go out to a garage sale and you find some old nostalgic stuff, you actually might have a really good shot of selling it. Mm. But it's, I'm still trying to figure out how to go about it because the whole point is like, so that was $130 I didn't have in my pocket that now I do yeah. off of stuff that was just in my room. And I've, and you know me, I've got a lot of shit in my room. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting to the point now where it's like, what do I need? What don't I need? And not to mention that. So I like I got a bunch of graphic novels that I bought when there was a deal for it's like buy one, get one free. Well, you know you got to run those by me before you do anything. What, you want me to sell them to you? Hey, depending on what they are. Okay. Well, we'll talk about this. Yeah. I'm about to make a sale right now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, that reminds I, me. I, have, you, have you paid me for the wrestling tickets? or, or No, I'm not sure. I, I'm, wait, I legitimately wait, 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 don't what know. You, what you got on these uh, final <laughs> thoughts there, Dan? Is that a no? Huh? <laughs> we'll talk about this after the podcast. What's, <laughs> what's, uh, what are your final thoughts, Dan? We're coming to the end of this podcast. Um, Yeah. Sell, sell your stuff. The legal way. 
don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, I mean, like I said, if you're interested, if you're interested, go check out a couple of garage sales. You don't have to go early. You, don't, you know, just go check out one or two, and then you start seeing the old stuff, and then you know, cross compare it. You know, I wouldn't say do it there though. You know, don't have your phone out looking at shit, and then they're like, okay, wait a minute, you're looking at your phone for what this is gonna sell, and you're gonna buy it for me for like a penny. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, nah, don't do that. Do but, uh, uh, you should probably do flea markets too. Yeah, that too. Most of the time, I think flea markets are a little harder because they're, I don't know, they're just, there's a lot more to go on. You might miss something, but I definitely see what you're saying with that. Yeah, um, you got to know what you're doing. You know what yeah, you're you doing. definitely got to know what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's everything for this week. Some Red Dead, some garage sales, some uh, Super Smash Brothers. Enjoy your week. Have fun. Tune in next time as we keep talking about Islam's legal battles. And definitely tune in to Dan's Jesus Pieces. You never know what's going on in those catacombs. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go check out those Jesus pieces. Yeah. We'll talk to you later. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I didn't. I don't know if I got a chance to credit you on that one episode. But, uh, yeah, you filled in and you did the Jesus piece for the introduction of the catacombs. And it was a great one. Good job, Rudy. After the second Townsville massacre. Yep. If you don't know what we're talking about, definitely go check out those Jesus pieces. <laughs> Have a good week. Have a good week.